0: They also have things called in-market, where they've collected information from people's search patterns and saying, this person is searching to buy this product based upon their historical data. They're in the market. They're actually not just in the learning phase of figuring out what solutions are there. They're ready to buy today.
1: Hey, people of the e tribe, are you currently doing any marketing online? I assume you do. If you don't, you should. And if you are, I really hope for your sake that it involves video in one way or another. Video is taking the digital marketing world by a storm. But not just marketing, we communicate through videos. And now with coronavirus around us, video and live video are becoming a dominant component of our day-to-day communication, not to mention our online marketing. The person that you heard speaking is no other than Benjamin Kepner, Benjamin Kepner is the founder and CEO of a successful, young, and energetic social marketing agency out of Denver, Colorado, and the topic we're discussing is one of the most critical and interesting and fast-changing topics of marketing today, which is video marketing on the two biggest platforms on the planet, Facebook and YouTube. In our conversations, we cover so many topics that you need to know about, like the tools that are available on each platform, which one is better for what kind of audience or for what kind of campaign, little tricks that are less known, and so many other things you really don't want to miss. Towards the end, we cover some more advanced techniques that even involved video in messaging and automations, which is really, really cool and can really take you to the next level in your video marketing. I'm your host, Isar Matis. I'm so excited to have you here for another episode of the E-Tribe podcast series. Let's listen to the intro and meet for an amazing conversation with Benjamin on the other side. You're listening to the E-Tribe podcast series, a podcast that inspires people to pursue their passions and become better at what they do. I'm Isar Matis, a serial entrepreneur myself, and I'm sitting down with other members of the E-Tribe. Entrepreneurs, e-commerce experts, e-marketers, and other e-people. We come from different industries and different places around the world. Together, we discuss challenges, solutions, lessons learned, and tools which help us be more effective and make an impact in our world. Hey everyone, it's Isar again from the E-Tribe podcast series. I'm very excited to be hosting Benjamin Kepner today. I think you're all going to be excited as well once you hear what are we going to talk about today. Today we're going to focus on maybe one of the toughest questions of marketing online today, which is the pros and cons or the benefits of YouTube versus Facebook marketing. Benjamin himself is the CEO and the founder of Global Social Media Marketing, which is a really vibrant young marketing agency out of Denver, Colorado. Benjamin himself is the ultimate young entrepreneur. He (laughs) taught English in Spain. He got the chance to travel all over Europe. He speaks Spanish. He actually speaks Chinese as well. He worked in IT integration for an IT large travel corporation, which allowed him to travel all over Latin America and do international business in that area of the world. He was a global sales manager for an international food and science company. And as I mentioned, he founded and currently runs his own marketing agency. So he speaks three languages. He coordinates and hosts various events. He has more than 10,000 followers on Instagram, and so I can keep on doing this all day long, but you get the point. He's very driven, has a lot of interesting experience. So Benjamin, I'm so excited to have you at the show today.
0: Yeah, thank you. Um, Thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate you taking the time to um, have a good talk with me.
1: Great. Uh, What I really want to start, I kind of gave a very general background, but what brought you to opening a marketing agency? Kind of like walk me quickly through your steps that got to that point in life.
0: Yeah, I think um, for me, my career kind of started in social media. So um, I'm 32. When I graduated college, I was 24, right? So social media manager, that job didn't even exist 10 years ago. Isn't that crazy to think? (laughs) Um, So really when I graduated, uh, social media became a job and they a lot of VP of marketing, head of marketing, CEOs at that time, they just said, well, "We don't really know any of this social media stuff." But Benjamin's a young millennial where he's grown up with Facebook, um, so he must know social media. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of how that happened, right? I just I kept um, getting social media opportunities, and then from there, it was a lot of uh, self learning, a lot of education on my my front. You know, doing research, reading about things, going to events. Um, and then I think as my career just progressed, I would, it was funny. I'd do this like hopper where I'd always like go into sales because I really like presentations and building relationships. But then, you know, after a while of doing sales for somebody, they'd always say, wow, he actually knows more about social media than anyone in the company. We should probably have him (laughs) do social media too, or just have him do that only. Um, so that's kind of how that prepared me, i think.
1: Brilliant. Um, what kind of companies do you serve in the agency? Kind of like paint your kind of clientele that you have today. Yeah.
0: So um, it's kind of funny because you'll see some marketing agencies specialize, right? Or say that they're only going to work in a specific industry. And I think that's great. Um, a lot of uh, other entrepreneurs that I know of marketing agencies, they think that niching down is, is really the best approach, you know, being super focused. And I don't disagree with that, but I just am a creative guy. I guess I get bored working in one industry. Um, Sure. So we work with every industry that you can think of. We've worked with like 30 different industries by now, um, over 80 clients. And we work with with small businesses mainly um, because those are the ones that need us the most, really. You know, I think the bigger companies, they have their own in-house marketing departments, and they work with a number of different agencies. Whereas a small business owner, um, you're working directly with the owner, the CEO, pretty much every time, and you can have a really big impact on their business.
1: Perfect. So... It's actually a great segue for the next question. Various industries, various types of companies. I know from our previous discussion, they're from various places around the world. Are there any unifying underlying similarities in the challenges that they have in their approach to marketing? Yeah,
0: I think, um, I think most
1: companies,
0: it, it comes down to that they don't have marketing as a priority ever in most companies. It's never the number one thing. Um, and I think the other problem is they're always, they're always struggling with how to track and interpret data, right? I think most marketers could not like at at, at a medium sized business or corporation level couldn't tell you uh, how to generate ROI from social media. They have no idea. They just know that they can put out posts and and build fans, but they couldn't tell you how that's going to generate revenue for the company.
1: So I love what you're saying on a very personal, dear level, because I'm a huge, business intelligence person. I think if you're running a business without knowing what you're doing, you have no long-term chances of success. And I apologize to anybody who uh, gets offended by that, but I really (laughs) believe that in today's era. And I totally agree with you. I'm mentoring several small businesses and they have no clue what they're doing, meaning they're running blind knowing they're doing things that conceptually are supposed to help them, but they really don't measure it in any proper way. Uh, So I I agree with you 100% and that's not being a marketing agency on my own. So let's switch to the topic we really came to talk about, which is maybe the two biggest hypes today as far as marketing platforms are Facebook and YouTube. Yes, people still do a lot of Google ads, but I think more and more people understand that video has a huge impact. More and more people consume video on the day-to-day, so they know they consume it, so probably their audience does too, Uh, which again translates to, okay, what do I do with video today as a marketing platform? And the two biggest platforms by far is Facebook and YouTube, especially if I include Instagram into the Facebook Mm -hmm. uh, family. So- Let's start with the biggest differences. What are the biggest differences in various aspects, right? Audience size, things you can come up with. The biggest differences you see between Facebook advertising and YouTube advertising.
0: Yeah. Um, So I think number one, the biggest difference is YouTube is going to be higher intent, number one, than Facebook, right? And that's very similar to, to your mention of Google ads, right? Notoriously... Even still in 2020, people are saying Google is still the number one channel for ROI because people go to Google to search to solve their problems. People are going to YouTube to learn how to do something. Um, I think there was some crazy stat I I wrote in our our questions that said like, um, you know, pretty much all millennials are going to YouTube now to how to learn how to do things, um, which is a whole new learning um, perspective. Just the way that you learn how to do things now, you learn them from YouTube. It's crazy. Um, and then I think Facebook, the, the big difference is that you, you can get a lot of people to watch your views for very, very cheap, like even less than a penny. In some cases, I've seen some video campaigns for like a third of a penny, which is crazy cheap. It is crazy cheap. But I think the problem with that is, is that you're not getting people watching the entire video. Mm-hmm. Facebook is charging you for uh, two seconds to five seconds as kind of their entry points of what they consider a view and they auto play the videos. Meaning if I'm in my news feed and I'm scrolling through on my mobile phone, that video starts playing the moment I scroll through that piece of content. Whereas YouTube, I literally have to click on the ad to watch the video. Right. So yes. there's a huge difference there. And then there's also that interruption with YouTube too, with their their in-stream where they're you're watching a video, you know, all those people that watch long form pieces of content, movies, documentaries. And then, boom, you see this ad, and then you have the option to skip it. Whereas Facebook, you either just you just keep scrolling, uh, if you're on your mobile or. So I think that's the 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 number one difference is the way in which you consume video from both of those platforms is completely different. Sure. And how advertisers charge for it. I think the other big thing too um, is just the audiences, right? So talking about audiences, uh, Facebook kind of veers a little bit more to the older demographic because we were telling that kind of. Um, way back when, when social media became a job, right? Everybody had Facebook in 2010. Sure. Um, Not everybody was watching YouTube. YouTube was created in 2005. I didn't even have a YouTube account and I run a marketing agency that makes YouTube videos until 2011. Yes. Um, So that just kind of shows you Facebook's been around. There's an older audience. There's, you know, you mentioned Instagram. So you've got all these other features now going on to Instagram from Facebook. So they've got a bigger audience there, an older audience. And YouTube is kind of the, not that there aren't older demographics watching YouTube videos, but you do see younger demographics, usually 18 to around 40, 35, around that age, a lot of YouTube users there. Um, and then I think the final thing is just the the audiences themselves within the ad platforms. So that means like on Facebook, for example, I can take a customer database list from our CRM, um, or our newsletter or something like that and upload that information to Facebook and say, go find me all these people on Facebook that look like this audience, right? So correct. there's a really good approach there for Facebook to kind of leverage your old customers or people that are already engaged with your brand to go find other
1: people. Again, just to, just, just to clarify to the people who don't know that, there's really two aspects you're talking about. One is you can target the people for which you have emails. Mm-hmm. But the flip side of that... Facebook saying, "Oh, these people are alike because, and they have whatever a gazillion parameters they compare, right? And then you can build a what they call a lookalike audience, so people who are like the audience you uploaded, and you can target people that are, and again, Facebook does it on so many different levels, but you know, it's income, zip codes, right. age, gender, uh, interests, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So you can you can get very targeted." based on customers you already have which is fantastic
0: right yeah and yeah you explain that pretty much perfectly and then as far as like youtube con- is concerned um the audience segmentation there is more around uh affinity audiences so google has data as a you know as a search user that you use google and you can say this person is interested in example for travel um, they also have things called in market where they've collected information from people's search patterns and saying this person is searching to buy this product based upon their historical data. They're in the market. They're actually not just in the learning phase of figuring out what solutions are there. They're ready to buy today. Um, That's called an in-market audience. Um, They are doing some kind of the similar stuff that Facebook's trying to do, but it's still kind of in the new phases. And they're only releasing that to people that have spent X amount of advertising dollars, which is, you know, five, the top 5%. So they're they're going to i think evolve like facebook is and that's kind of i think that's a good way to k- kind of close with the two platforms is i think facebook was kind of the first to the game with video and their advertising is really more advanced to your point of more consumer data but google realized they made all their money from google ads and now everyone wants to watch videos so why don't they just take their successes from google and translate that to youtube and try to you know mimic facebook not copy them but use some of their approaches for reaching those more, um, you know, granular data audiences.
1: I love it. I, I think if I, if I'll summarize the last thing that you said is I think both platforms are looking for ways to benefit from the other platforms capabilities, right? So YouTube are giving you ways to target, to connect with, with higher levels of data they didn't give you before. And Facebook are looking for long format search intent uh, with like Facebook uh, IGTV, right? So uh, they're they're bringing out like a uh, Facebook television long form capabilities in order to kind of tap into the YouTube world.
0: Yeah, and I think just just one little last thing there I forgot to kind of mention is like a lot of the really well-performing things on YouTube are more related to keyword search, right? People sure. that understand that versus, yes, to your point on Facebook, people are not necessarily searching for videos
1: yet on Facebook, but they're trying to move in that direction. Great. Talk to me a little bit about the tools themselves. Mm-hmm. So I'm within Facebook. What does the Facebook video marketing platform enable me to do? And let's start with Facebook and then let's jump afterwards. Same thing to YouTube.
0: Yeah. So Facebook has so many variations with ads. It would probably take us the entire podcast to go through all those different ways. <laughs> um, so I'm not okay. going to go that that crazy. I'm just going to quick quick overview. Yeah. Quick overview <laughs> of like, you know, you can use videos on Facebook um, based upon what your marketing goal is really in any type of media format. So that's things such as app users to Facebook fans to driving leads to driving e commerce conversions, video can be used in all of those different types of campaign goals. Sure. So I think it just starts with number one, what is your marketing goal um, or your business goal? And then number two, it's thinking about w- within those different goals, where is your video going to be most effective um, for that audience, right? Um, I've run a lot of Uh, different types of advertising campaigns on Facebook at this point. And sometimes I find that my video ads for leads don't really work that well. Um, Sometimes a lead really just wants a really simple image and, or maybe a case study, you know, they don't really care about watching a whole video. Sometimes they're they're ready to buy. They don't want to watch the whole video. Um, I think what Facebook videos do really well from an advertising perspective are things like, when you're putting out an organic post and you want to boost it and you want to get a lot of exposure, right? When I was saying you can get a third of a penny, that's super cheap. Like you can literally go to your Facebook page, boost it to everyone that's liked your your page. And now instead of having 5% of your audience, you're getting thousands, right? So I think that's a really good approach. Also what I'm seeing happening right now, funny enough, I've been, been t- paying a lot of attention to the news recently, like a lot of people is that uh, messaging has increased a lot recently. So social media usage is actually at an all-time high ever in history. But funny enough, there are less posts happening and more video messages being sent, right? So you've got the whole tier mentioned Instagram TV. Now, we've got Instagram stories where people are tagging other people now, and they're not even making the videos. Yes. They're just getting tagged And that, you know, you've got all these things going on right now. See a jam, send a jam, see a puppy, send a puppy, um, you know, I guess you can see and send anything now is what Facebook is trying to say p- via messaging. So, sure. I think that's a really cool trend for for what Facebook's doing with their capabilities of ads just at a high level.
1: Cool. Uh, YouTube same question, like what tools do YouTube give you that are helpful for people to be familiar with?
0: Yeah, so I think with YouTube, um, you know, I think people that haven't done a lot of YouTube ads, they're going for exposure. They just want to Brand awareness, a lot of views, Um, they think that that will lead to subscribers, but actually notoriously, that's not how you get a fan base, um, is just running a view campaign. You want to try to do something that I've kind of discovered only in the last year called discovery ads. Uh, Discovery ads are ads that are literally focused at the top of YouTube search results, right? So similar to anyone that's seen Google ads, when you search for something at the very top, you see all of the, the paid advertising from Google. YouTube has that, and, and that form of content at the top of those search results is used in discovery ads. It also appears kind of like on the suggested uh, videos, if you've ever noticed that, when you're looking at YouTube. Sure. It also appears in the display network. So you're really getting kind of more intent, right? Being similar to kind of like Google Ads from that approach. And right. if I'm a user and I discover uh, that video, YouTube likes to dub micro moments. Like it's that moment where I'm really looking to solve my problem, um, I'm probably going to subscribe to your YouTube channel if you just helped me solve my problem. Sure. Um, so I think discovery ads are, are something that I have just recently have seen a lot of success with. Um, they've also released their new lead form function. That's a new kind of thing that they're trying to, both platforms want to keep you on the website. Yes. They don't want you to leave to go to your website or yes. whatever. So they both have their own you
1: know lead form generation
0: tools now. And then I think- Can
1: I stop you for one second? Yeah, because yeah. I I talk to a lot of people like you. I also talk to a lot of marketers that are in-house marketers for companies. I hear mixed results. Yeah, and I hear a lot of people saying they're be- they're getting better results with driving traffic to their own landing pages where right. they have total control on how the page is built, what it says, how the button looks like, where it's placed, what's before it and after it. So. We both know, again, coming from a marketing world, that landing pages are a science. And and that Mm -hmm. science still doesn't exist on Facebook and and YouTube, right? It's very, very limited. So do you see that as well? Or it depends on the specific campaign. Some works better on the platform. Some works better Mm -hmm. driving traffic to your own landing pages.
0: Yeah, no, it's actually like a a good question. I was really just going to segue right into that. Um, Perfect. To the chase was just... um, you know, the final feature of both of those ad platforms is driving traffic to a landing page. So for me, I've run a lot of ad campaigns in the last year or two. And I, to your point, I see the landing page still working better. Um, I think that just has to do honestly, nothing to do with the technology or the way that we consume the video. I think it actually has everything to do with the audience's psychological mindset of in 2020, I've filled out a form on a website or called a business's phone number since the capabilities to do that. And now you're telling me I need to fill out forms on social media. Where are they doing with that data? I hear all these data breaches happening. I don't feel comfortable as a consumer submitting my information to you on a social media channel, but I feel really comfortable on your website because it's really credible. If you send somebody to a website, also, I think the marketing mindset there is now I've got you two touch points. Yes. I saw you on Facebook. Now you're on my website. Sure. You've already had two communication channels with me versus if I just saw you on YouTube and that's all I saw, I've only got one impression of you. Yes. Versus maybe your website's better than your Facebook page. You see a lot of people run video ad campaigns that have no social media presence. Sure. They just go straight into leads.
1: Yeah. So I think you've given us enough information to kind of understand the differences between the platforms. Let's try to make it specific to specific types of clients, right? So, or specific types of campaigns, I should say. Right. So what I want you to kind of do is give me examples of when should I try to do a YouTube campaign because it has a higher chances of success versus when should I try to do a Facebook campaign because I have higher chances of success?
0: Yeah. So I think, um, The answer for that is just kind of knowing, again, your audience, number one. Um, I think that's something that I do really well with all of our clients is, is your audience on Facebook? Go on Facebook. Is your audience on YouTube? Go to YouTube. If you don't know, well, you better find out. Um, You know, It's one of those things where that's why you work with marketing agencies to begin with because a lot of the business owners don't have the time to do the you know the, the social media marketing plan that's that's one oh one it's crazy a business owner will write a business plan but they won't write a social media plan, so you need to do that you need to do the, your research you need to see what your competitors are doing, but when you're talking about like a use case like if you're if you know that both of your audiences are there which one's better or not, I think Facebook is more for uh, direct response you see a lot of direct response campaigns, um, it's also really good if you're trying to reach. The younger audience on Instagram because you can you can pretty much promote most of the Facebook advertising video campaigns also on YouTube so you're getting that younger demographic and I also think that overall Facebook is still cheap uh, cheaper across the board than anything else I mentioned to you again you know a third of a penny I'm never going to be able to get that on on YouTube pretty much the minimum I'm ever going to see for a view on YouTube is is a penny right which is still really good but hey I mean if you're a startup a third of a penny versus a penny—that's a lot of money.
1: Um, so Absolutely, but but I, I want to. Sorry for stopping you, but yeah. I want to. I want to ask you a very interesting question because you started yeah. this conversation with something that again is dear to my heart, which is tracking ROI, tracking what really matters. Right. So I understand a third of a penny versus a penny, but right. the question is what conversion you're getting uh, on on the on the other end, right? So right. do you now? The, because you started with this, I. I assume I know, let's say that you have the answers, where do you see the real bottom line being better? Cause I understand mm-hmm. Facebook is cheaper, but like I said, there's, there's a lower intent. You're kind of scrolling through it. It plays anyway. So it needs to be cheaper because there's a lot less intent, which means I, I assume the conversion is lower. So walk me through the bottom line number, which, which one comes out being better performing.
0: Yeah. And that's tough. I think, um, That's a really hard, I think the easy answer to you is it depends on the industry, right? That's what everyone's going to tell you it depends on the audience. It depends on the industry. But I think overall for conversions of quality, if that's what you're asking me, I would say YouTube is moving in that direction again, because people go to YouTube to solve their problems versus people in Facebook are getting interrupted. It's more of a disruption in whatever they're doing Mm. socially So they're not necessarily going to Facebook to go watch, for example, if I'm an insurance agent, they're not going to Facebook to go watch my insurance video to buy my insurance necessarily. If I'm going to search for an insurance policy with all the changes that are happening, first thing I'm probably going to do is I'm going to Google. And guess what, guys? Google owns YouTube. And guess what, guys? YouTube comes up at the top of search of Google results over anything else outside of Google reviews. So that video is going to be at the top of search results. Also think about it from a credibility standpoint. If I search for a product or service and there's no YouTube videos, then okay, I'm going to go to the website. I might check out the Facebook page. But if I have a YouTube video and I'm the only YouTube video for that product or service,
1: huge credibility, it, it Just that that's going to help convert more quality leads. Brilliant. I, I want to add one more thing from my experience and companies that I'm working with, Yeah. Uh, which is the lifetime value of the videos right? Mm. So you put up a video on YouTube, it's there forever. Right, And if it's a good video and it really serves the intent for which it was done, people will watch it 10 years from now, assuming YouTube exists or I'll reverse it, right? Videos created 10 years ago are still being watched today. That's for sure. (laughs) Uh, On Facebook... It's gone because the feed gets, keeps right. on being filled up, and nobody searches for that video, like exactly just like you said. If it shows up now, you can pop it back on the feed again by promoting it if it's a good video and it works. But nobody's going to find a five-year-old Facebook video and like, "Oh, this is awesome," and going to send it to friends. It just exactly. doesn't it doesn't happen. Yeah. Okay, let's switch gear, kind of like for very specific tips, right? You've been doing this for a while. You're doing this for very different companies. A little bit of kind of like tricks of the trade, different resources, <laughs> tools, little tricks that you know how to do, preferably, preferably related to Facebook and YouTube, but it doesn't have to be. It could be other things that you're using that can help people that are listening to this become better on marketing on social platforms.
0: Yeah. I think, um, number one is always starting with a warmer audience than a cold
1: audience. Okay.
0: Um, it's, it's always going to be, it's always going to cost you more to go after a cold audience when you talk about engagement, right? It's easier to take your existing email database contacts, um, social media following, whatever, create a video, turn it into an ad, make sure that all of your current people or past people have done Interaction with your brand, see it. That's that's number one. So then, I guess for like the tricks and the tools, right? So um, number one, if you're not using TubeBuddy Buddy on YouTube, you better start doing that because they've been working with YouTube for ten years. Um, so they're pretty much like the go-to uh, SEO. How do I improve my video getting found? How much competition? All those data points that we're talking about, Tube Buddy is kind of the Google Analytics or Google Keyword Planner of YouTube because there isn't a Keyword Planner for YouTube. So TubeBuddy is that solution. So that would be... Is it free? It is. does have a free version, but you're going to want a pro version of it. It's not too expensive. I think it's less than $50 a month. Um, there's also some codes out there uh, all over on the internet. I think you can get it probably as low as like 30 bucks. And honestly, I think that's where a lot of people struggle on YouTube is... They make a video without thinking about, is this video even being searched with to begin with? They just think sure. that the content's great. I'm using an animation company. It looks so professional, like it was made in Hollywood. It's it's like, okay, that's great, but is anyone actually searching for that video? Did you take the time to see what consumers actually want to watch instead of what you thought they wanted to watch? Sure. Um, so TubeBuddy is great for that. Facebook wants you to use the ads platform. They don't want you using... A lot of other social media tools out there. They do have partnerships with people. Um, when we're kind of talking about that new trendy thing going on now, right, right now with private messaging, um, kind of one of my tricks there would be actually a, a company I'm trying to partner with this week called ManyChat. Okay. ManyChat is a really good chatbot solution. Um, I think they're the number one uh, used Facebook chatbot pl- platform today, actually, to okay. your users. So, anyways, ten dollars, guys. $10 a month, you can automate your Facebook messages if anyone messages you or if you're running a uh, paid messaging ad campaign and you can run it all through a chatbot where you you pretty much give it like, you know, if this, then this or mm-hmm. give it specific keywords um, that people are using in their messaging when they're communicating with the chatbot and also with many ch- is you can send messages as videos. Um, so that's a really cool, I think, kind of, a uh, tool that probably not a lot of people would know about unless they
1: were kind of in the marketing world. Incredible. Uh, quick question about that tool because you now I'm intrigued because I never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> can can you actively start a chat with somebody based on keywords, or you can only reply if they approach you? Yeah. So if they approach
0: you, then they then you can you can reply to them, or you could run a messaging. Ad campaign. I don't know if you've ever seen this. Yes. Um, this is this is one of the things that I learned actually in the accelerator program that I was in with a woman called Cat Howell. Um, if you guys don't know her in Facebook, as a tidbit, go go find out about that woman. She is an expert at what she does, and she actually taught me about ManyChat. Okay. But going back to the messaging, there's a feature. Let's say, for example, any ad campaign you want to run on Facebook. Um, she created a proprietary methodology that's called the rapid fire testing messaging. Which means I can run a Facebook ad messaging campaign to my audience or whatever, and I can rapid fire a couple messages. So, to your point, if I wanted to use many chat and get a response without them reaching out to me first, the approach would be run a Facebook ad uh, video message campaign and then send two or three questions and then lem- let them reply. As soon as they reply, they say, Talk to a human, boom. Now I've got their information as like a subscriber in
1: ManyChat and I can create workflows. Brilliant. I love it.
0: I'm not doing that yet, but I hope to be doing that this year.
1: (laughs) No, listen, this is is gold, right? This is exactly the things that people can. It's one of those things that you see happening. And if you're like you or me and you understand that's really what's happening behind the scenes and not somebody's contacting you. Uh, and you always wonder, like, how do they do that? So I, I love it. Great. So we said, you talked about these two tools, uh, and, and we'll put everything in the notes so that you don't have to write everything down. If you're now driving a car, don't, don't try to write stuff down. I'll put it in the notes. You'll be able to find it, but anything else, any other tools that are interesting that people should know about?
0: Yeah. I think, um, everybody should know this tool. I hope by 2020 Google analytics is your best friend. Um, yes, I know there's tons of business intelligent tools and all these really, you know, high levels, bells and whistles, social media technology tools. But I mean, I've been doing social media for 10 years. And if I really want to track the efforts of my social media campaigns, they better be integrated with Google Analytics. Agreed. I can do things with UTM parameters for any of my ad campaigns. so It's going to all be uploaded into Google Analytics from Facebook so I can track my ROI of my Facebook campaigns And now YouTube, if I integrate the Google Analytics or the Google Ads through that, guess what? All of that data immediately gets populated from YouTube into Google Ads. So um, I think that's where a lot of people are missing the boat. They want to use Hootsuite. They want to use Sprout Social. And I'm like, I actually don't really need to use those tools at all. Um, So I don't know. That's probably funny hearing that from a social media guy
1: well i don't know i i think there's a big hype about uh different kind of tools as far as how they integrate the various platforms and allow you to repurpose a lot of the stuff across the platforms i think that's the biggest benefit but i again as we said in the beginning i'm a, I'm a business intelligence kind of guy and i agree with you 100 uh, percent. for those of you who don't know what utms are uh, because it's a, it's a techie, uh, nerdy kind of yeah. term, but anybody who wants to track anything, uh, needs to know what it is. It's basically a parameter that comes at the end of the URL of that you're using. Uh, there's a Google tool again, I'll put it in the notes so you can find the tool. There's a lot of tools, but there's a Google built-in free tool that does it for you. And then you just use these URLs everywhere in every link you put in anything and then when you go back to Google Analytics, it will tell you which traffic came from where, from what campaign, through which platform, to what click, through everything. Uh, and it's very, very easy to use. So it sounds complicated, but again, I'll, I'll put a post out there explaining how to do it and I'll put it in the link notes, uh, in the notes to this uh, session. So absolutely. I love it. Last thing, any other last tips that are not necessarily tools on kind of like what people can do to learn tricks that you know or things that you do to, to do your work better.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, we're using Squadcast, so we'll give a shout out to them. But um, I think Google Hangouts is really cool. Funny enough, our most successful video ever uh, on YouTube is Google Hangouts now. So if you haven't seen that video, you're going to see it because it's at the top now. So I'm really proud of that. And um, yeah, so Google Hangouts, everything in like remote work right now, remote learning, um, is really super popular right now and I've actually done a lot of research on like what trends are emerging with the recent news and sure um, live videos are just exploding yes. so I think if you are not doing live streams or live videos there's more being produced now than ever and it was a huge spike in the last two weeks sure. and you don't have to do you don't have to do crazy stuff I have a travel client now that's like Benjamin no one's traveling how do we create a live video if no one's traveling and I said why don't you go do an interview with a travel thought leader? Why don't you go do an inter- you know, an interview with your customers? Turn that into a live video. That's that's a great piece of content. Doesn't cost you any money to do except to have a free um recording, you know, live stream service and it's great content. And guess what guys, also live content appears in the algorithms of Facebook and YouTube more than any other piece of content.
1: Amazing. I I want to add something to that, that again, is in the background of a lot of of things that you're saying, but live video definitely translates to that is a huge benefit of today's technology is the ability to repurpose content. Mm. So once you do a live video, you can use snippets of that in Instagram stories. You can use snippets of that or the whole recording in a podcast you can transcribe it very easily with different tools and use it for whatever, either short tweets that connect back to this or longer format uh, blog posts, et cetera. So live gives you so many things you can purpose uh, later on. And I think maybe the guru of repurposing is Gary V, right? So yeah. and he now goes live freaking every day. Like you, you open any platform you're on, <laughs> you can see the guy live. Uh, doing something, but then he repurposed it to so many other things. And he, he really right. became, he became what he became by the ability to be very genuine on video and then repurposing it across the board to, to everything else. So I, I love that tip. Uh, last thing, where do people find you? Like if people want to find your agency, find you, ask you questions, how do they do that? Yeah, so you guys can
0: visit us at our website. Our website's global social media marketing.com. Okay. That's a really long name. Um, <laughs> you can also find me on LinkedIn or Instagram. Those are probably the best way to connect with me, but really I'd love for you guys to go check out our YouTube videos. Cause that's where my focus is. And um, you'll have a couple laughs and we do different types of videos. They're not all marketing related. We do music videos. We've done documentaries, um, training videos. So we're trying to offer a good variety. And I think a lot of our, our videos are cool. So I'd really appreciate if you guys can, watch a few videos, give us a subscribe. We're, we're trying to get into the partner program this year.
1: So what's the what's the YouTube
0: channel? The YouTube channel is Global Social Media Marketing. So it's the exact same um, thing as the, as the website, but just go to YouTube, type that in and you'll find us.
1: Benjamin, this was golden. I really enjoyed talking to you. I'm serious. It was great. I I learned a lot. I think there's a lot of great takes for anybody who's starting, but also a lot of really cool deeper tricks for anybody who's done some uh, YouTube or Facebook marketing. I really appreciate you spending the time.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, I just want to give a thank you to all of um, the listeners that are following Isar. I think you've made the right decision And I really appreciate you having me. Sorry, it's cool to connect with you later on um, now that I kind of have my own company as an entrepreneur and you have your own company as an entrepreneur. It's pretty cool. Yes, it is. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you.
1: Hey, E-Tribers, wasn't this just fantastic? I love the energy that Benjamin brings. I also really like the information that he brought to the table some really cool techniques, great ideas, and many practical suggestions you can start implementing as part of your online marketing starting tomorrow. If you're interested in learning more about online marketing, there's two other great episodes we've done uh, in the recent past. One is called Lead Generation Marketing Strategies for Local Businesses, The Six Steps Definitive Guide for Growing Your Business. It's a great interview with Ariana Hackman. The other one is Digital Marketing in a Small Business, How to Achieve Great Results with Limited Resources. That's another incredible interview with uh, David Itzhaki, who's the VP Marketing for a Small Israeli Tech Startup. You can find both of them either by searching The E-Tribe on any podcasting platform you usually use and just scroll through the feed and you'll find these two episodes. Or you can look it up on the theetribe.com forward slash podcast come and listen to us again next week and have a great time until then hey tribers i hope you enjoyed this great interview if you have please share this with your friends and your colleagues if you would like access to similar content or you would like to get the notes and the resources mentioned in this interview please visit us at theetribe.com where you can find other great interviews like this one, as well as many resources and tools which can help you grow or start your business. We would love it if you would join the E-Tribe, either as a member or as a contributor. You can do that on the website as well. I hope you would listen to us next time. And until then, have a great day.